Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 19 of Bars to the Bar. This is your host, Hannah. Okay, so today we have a very special episode. We're going to talk to the Instagram creator of Women Changing the Game. So Mary-Kate, thanks so much for coming on. So to kick us off, can you give us a quick background on who you are, where you went to school, and welcome to Bars to the Bar. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. Um, I'm excited to talk about women changing the game and all about it. So yeah, I'm I'm from Ithaca College. I graduated with a marketing um, communications degree and I've grew up playing sports my whole life. I played field hockey in college and through college I started to work in sports and I just fell in love with the environment of that um, through my first internship was with a minor league baseball team and that was awesome. And then I worked with the Jets and the New York City Football Club. And now I'm kind of, you know, starting this platform to highlight women in the industry and to connect with other women in the industry, give a place to tell stories and a place to you know, just be a network of women in the industry and in a male-dominated industry. That's awesome. So what were some of your inspirations for creating this account? Yeah, a lot went into creating the, the account, especially COVID. Um, I had just got done with two internships, like I said, I was doing with the New York City Football Club and the New York Jets. And after those ended, I was ready to look for a full-time job. I did the internships after college because in the sports world, you kind of have to get all the experience you can before looking for a full-time job. So I felt like I needed just a little bit more after college. So after doing those, I felt like I was ready to look for a job. And then it was COVID (laughs) that came around and that kind of you know, ruined everything essentially when sports were just ending and me looking for a job really wasn't in the question. So I was like, how can I stay in the industry, stay connected with these people? You know, I didn't have that much confidence networking and reaching out to people and that type of thing. So I was like, how can I stay involved in the sports world and help out other women as well who can, because I started to realize, wow, I don't have also that many connections of women in the sports world. And let me just create this platform where we can all connect together. And this will help not only myself, but so many young girls around the world, so many women who were in sports for the longest time and then lost their jobs due to COVID, which is really insane as well. And once I created it, everybody was so excited. And I was like, wow, this can be a really cool thing. And then I decided as I was doing a woman of the week on my page, I decided why don't I turn this into a podcast as well? Because when I was doing the women of the week, I was reaching out to these people and I was like, you know what, maybe keep it brief because I have to fit everything you want to say into an Instagram post. And I was like, I need a way to go deeper with them and to get more advice. So then that's how I started the podcast with it. And it's just been awesome ever since. Yeah. I mean, it's a great, great, great idea. Um, I've recently followed the account. I've recently just been going on like a following spree, like the past couple of months. I just found these amazing accounts that are doing like exactly like you're doing, but they have all these like different perspectives. And each one of them just comes out with amazing content each week. 
Um, so definitely everyone who's listening, give it, give the podcast a follow, give the Instagram account a follow, but what are some of the biggest like lessons that you learned, um, during your internships and were your internships working with like media or was it with the specific, um, like category at, um, the different professional sports teams that you worked with? Yeah, I was kind of actually all over the place with my internships and, um, in title wise, I was, you know, in corporate partnerships, I was in promotions, events. And I think that honestly kind of helped me that I had, I have the versatility of working in the different um, departments because it also, you know, what helps you figure out what you really do like and where you like working. So I think that also helped too, but no, I learned so much from those different jobs and what I liked and how to do certain things. And they all kind of connect, you know, in the marketing and communication side of things, everything really connects, you know, you have to be a people person, you have to have creative ideas. And, um, I realized I loved working with fans. They all kind of did that as well. And they all kind of were like creating a show too, for the fans. And, and that's why, COVID hitting was so hard because all of my jobs had to do with the audience and what was going on in the fans. You know, I, I would do stuff with the video board and that would be going to pick contestants from the crowd and all of that stuff being done away with was so hard, but yeah. So with the, with the minor league baseball team, which I mentioned was my first internship, I was a promotions intern and that was pretty much planning theme nights for the ballpark and all that fun stuff that goes into minor league baseball. So that was great. And then with the New York city football club, it was game presentation. So that was kind of on field stuff too, you know, checking guests in, escorting them around with the Jets. I also was escorting alumni around and um, checking people who had like on-field passes in, bringing them down there, you know, assisting with um, tracking game day signage and other assets for recap purposes. So, a lot of similar stuff in all of the different fields, but what I learned from it just was that I love working in sports and I love working with the people who love sports as much as I do. Yeah, that's amazing. I think that obviously COVID affected every aspect of everyone's life all across the world, but no industry was affected more than sports and entertainment. And I think it really like the whole world. I think that a lot of people who like weren't sports fans, at least in my life are now sports fans because they didn't like realize like how much of like a big deal um, sports was. I know, like I mentioned previously before, but I managed the basketball team. So when the world shut down almost a year ago today, um, I was with the Providence basketball team in the hotel preparing to go to our game for the Big East tournament. We were in on the bus and as we were getting ready to head to the garden, we got a call from Val Ackerman um, who called our head coach Ed Cooley and said like the Big East is done. And from like that point on, like I literally felt like everything. And then like a few hours later, um, March Madness was canceled. Then we found out we weren't going back for senior year classes and it literally just like crumbled. Yeah, it it all crumbled. It's terrible. And like all the jobs that you mentioned, like all the, the intern past internships you had, there's virtually nothing you can do now because like there's no, now there's fans, but 
in the past um, year, there hasn't been any fans in these arenas, especially in New York, which was one of the hardest hit areas. But it's really it really makes you appreciate working in these different jobs, how much how important the fans are and how important like the whole experience is to sports. And I think that's not something that like the average fan really thinks about or like appreciates when you're just going to a game. You don't know like the intricacies that went into every little thing that you're just like sitting there enjoying. Um, yeah. so what have you like noticed from that? Like how, how, how has it changed working in these industries, being like a fan now that you know kind of what goes on behind the scenes? Oh my gosh, a lot. Because <laughs> I think where I realized most what goes on behind the scenes, although with my minor league baseball team, I was kind of, you know, doing the on-field presentation and that stuff. But when I worked with the New York City Football Club and I did specifically game presentation, um, and it's at Yankee Stadium. So it's this, you know, huge place where so many things are going on. And I was working it all. And I was like, wow, a lot goes into this. This is crazy. But it was like a fun crazy. Like it was like a rush working all this stuff. Um, But yeah, I was in charge of like flag kids who would, we would all have to, you know, get them in the bullpen and like figure out, you know, where they're going on the field before the game. And then I would have to go meet up with a talent to go put them on the big screen and they would have to do everything in a specific time. I think that also had to do with, I was working in soccer where everything was fast paced and timed out to the minute. So if you were lagging or somebody was late, like essentially the whole thing is like ruined. (laughs) So you had to be on your toes, ready to go. If something came up, you had to think on your feet. And now when I go watch games and I see like the fun stuff happening at halftime or whatever it is, or beginning pregame, the national anthem, I'm like, okay, a lot way more goes into this than you think. Like it looks so simple and all put together, which is awesome to be a part of because the fans love it. And that's just a part of sports is, you know, the whole show of it. And which is again, why COVID ruined it. But yeah. And then going back to what you said, I just wanted to um, talk about when you said everything kind of crumbled Mm -hmm. um, when you were working in sports, I actually also had this travel internship with a golf team that was supposed to happen right before it hit. It was in March and it was like a couple weeks before I had to leave And I was thinking in my head, like, no way am I going to be doing a travel internship. And then that totally flopped. And like you said, from that day, you kind of watched everything go downhill. But yeah, um, yeah, it's really, it was really cool to, you know, be a part of the behind the scenes of everything. And I'm excited to get back into that eventually soon. Absolutely. And having worked in like different sports, like do you have a preference for what sport you potentially want to start your career in? Or are you open to um, like any any professional sports having like had experience in a number of different sports? Also, I just want to say like to anyone who's listening to this, like if you want to work in sports, like what you're doing, this is a perfect example. Exactly what you're doing you need to follow. You need to work in different sports and you need to have different roles and different jobs. And that's that's the whole secret to working in sports is taking an opportunity at any chance you can. Um, in different sports to kind of figure out like what your niche is, but um, what's, what sport um, do you think you'd want to enter a career in? Yeah. um, Honestly, I couldn't pick one. Like I loved working in soccer. I loved working in football. I loved working in baseball. I, I experienced them all and there was not one that I loved more than the other. So 
Yeah, I couldn't I couldn't say which one. And then like you said, getting experience from all over, I think that is really important. And I've actually had someone tell me that I needed to pick a specific um a specific department. I, you know, I would say I love sports. I want to work in sports and I don't care as long as I'm in that industry. But, you know, someone told me, no, like you should pick a specific department. But I've, while working with women from Women Changing the Game, I've heard so many women tell me, no, like you don't have to pick a specific department. It's great to get experience in all different fields and try different things and don't be afraid to fail in those fields because you'll end up coming across something you do love. And like I said, with communications, they're all kind of similar. You know, if you can do one thing, you can do the other job and it doesn't matter what your title is, you know, just do whatever you're asked and be your best at whatever it is you're asked to do by the people above you, by the people around you. And as long as you're focusing on that common goal that your organization has, then that's all really that matters. I absolutely, I completely agree. So kind of um, jumping to your podcast and the Instagram account, how have you um, sought out like women to interview um, and how have the interviews gone um, the past couple of months so far? Like what have been um, some of like the, your favorite interviews, like the interviews that you learned, like the most things that you could share with your, your following? Yeah. Oh my God. So many, but, um, to get people on my podcast, it's just been honestly very easy, which I'm so thankful for because I have such great connections that I've made through women changing the game that I didn't realize were going to happen. Um, I've had a great following of these amazing women in sports, and I've been so shocked by it that this many people are interested in being a part of this community. And it's really cool because I I didn't know that many, like I said before in the beginning, that I didn't know that many women above me working in sports who um, could be role models. And now there are so many that want to help me in any way they can. And I'm so thankful for that. So people have, you know, reached out to me and been like, oh, I love this page. And then I'll be like, hey, like, thank you. Do you want to, you know, come on my podcast? And do you want to give some advice to my followers and myself? And everybody has been so open and willing. And then just another thing I do is just go on LinkedIn and search out people or even people who come up on my feed. If I see a woman posting about something in sports, I'm like, that's awesome that she's posting about it. She's really into it. And I love those types of women or girls who are doing cool things in sports and just want to share it and talk about it. So I've reached out to people like that too, you know, doing cool, innovative things that they seem excited about that I want to share with my following as well. So that's how I've kind of got people to come on and got people to be a part of my page and some, you know, great conversations I've had are with all of my podcast guests, you know, I've had on the, this founder of awake it's called women and kids empowerment Um, is what WAKE stands for. And she is a professional basketball player. She started this organization and now she's talking about, you know, or I think she's working on it right now, building a boarding school for girls in Guinea. And that was awesome to talk to her about um, and get her advice on 
you know, how to balance all these things, being a professional basketball player and trying to help women and kids in sports. And so that was an awesome conversation. I talked with the CEO of the Draft Network, which was another awesome conversation. She had such great advice and it was awesome. All Again, how willing she was to talk to me and talk to my followers and give us advice and kind of be that role model for everyone, you know, who follows my page. That was a cool conversation. But then I had another conversation with like an intern um, in school and she gave great advice as well. So I've, I've taken, taken bits and pieces from everyone who's came on, no matter if they're, they have a high position role or they're just an intern in college. I've learned so much and had so many great conversations. Um, basically just giving advice to be confident in, in yourself, in sports, in this industry. So it's been awesome. Yeah, that, that's absolutely great. And I think that's so amazing, like the what you're doing and these accounts that are focusing primarily on women in sports, women athletes, women who are working in desk jobs in sports, because you're not going to get that from ESPN or Barstool or any other uh, Bleacher Report, because I know I saw this, um, this stat the other day on International Women's Day on Monday that only 3% of sports media is women, is female, female sports. And that's terrible, like, especially for like for us who want to enter into this field. We're like, why is that the case? Because you obviously you played sports in college. You understand you like support your friends who played sports. Like I've always grown up like watching some kind of like women's sports. So the fact that like that part hasn't caught on, but there's like this inverse relationship with there's so many more women who are involved in sports jobs, who are coaching at the highest level, but the media hasn't caught on yet. And I think that there's just like this crazy relationship. And that's kind of why I got involved with work like a girl at Barstool, because I was like, this is exactly what needs to happen. Like a company, a big media company like Barstool needs to be promoting um, more women's sports. And they just, they just announced earlier this week that they're doing this special with their bet on women thing. But it's crazy to me that there's so much progress with women in all aspects of sports, but the media is still not there yet. And like, why do you think that that's the case? Uh, I really, I don't know. (laughs) I think, you know what? So many amazing things right now, like over these past couple months have been happening in women's sports. Like you said, like so many great things. And I think they slowly are starting to catch on. And you know what it, you know, what's happening is women athletes are saying, you know, we don't have time for the media to catch on. We're going to do this ourselves and we're going to take over ourselves. And that's so exciting. I don't know if you saw the new together page from, yep. All the, the four, the four Olympic athletes. And they pretty much are saying like, we're done waiting for the media. We're done waiting for somebody to highlight women in sports on TV and the media, all that. And we're just going to take over and do it ourselves. And I think that's a, I think that's an awesome thing, but on the other side of it too, it sucks that it's came to this where they're like, you know, we're done waiting. Like, this is how we're going to do that. That's cool. But also why is it like that? I don't know. And I think that it would be really exciting if the media covered all these women's sports more. So many amazing things again are happening and 
it'd be awesome to get as excited for it as everyone does for Sunday football and for the NBA games and the all-star game that just happened. If we were hyping up these women tournaments and these women games as much as we were for those things, it'd just be, you know, an amazing thing to see. So hopefully things start changing like they have been, like we've seen in the roles that have been coming up for women and how they've just been taking over and breaking so many barriers. Hopefully that'll happen with showing women's sports in the media too. I agree. I think we're so fortunate um, to be in our early twenties right now and be a woman that wants to be involved in sports. There's yeah. no better time in history than exactly where we are right now. And I think mm-hmm. um, with, I think with the pandemic too, it almost helps people kind of go outside their comfort zones. Like for example, for your starting this account, like people are like, what am I waiting for? Like, if I want to do this, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to like be there for myself. And unfortunately, a lot of women have had to leave their jobs because of COVID, but women that are changing jobs or changing careers, um, it's just been grown exponentially in sports. So I'm hopeful for a future where it's going to be normalized to see um, I hope, I hope in the next couple of years of like grow to 20% and 30% and so on, because it's just unacceptable, um, to have such a small number when there's so there's more news every day coming out with different influential women in all sports. Um, I know what I'm sure you heard of the gist. I get the email of all the women yeah. in sports every week like that. That's been great to kind of catch up, but like besides, besides the gist, like what other accounts do you follow to kind of get your information on what's going on in the world of women's sports? Since like, besides like your own account and like other accounts, I'm sure you follow, like what is like the best way um, that you found to like catch up on like what's going on in the world of women's sports? So honestly, yeah, through all, I, there's so many account, women sports accounts that I want to just give a huge shout out to like <laughs> so many amazing I can go through my following list right now and tell you accounts to follow but um yeah LinkedIn honestly has also been a great thing for me like I said I've found so many of my podcast guests and so many of the women I highlight on LinkedIn and I'm I've been so grateful for that site and you know if you're working in sports you know you have to be on that and it's been great to get news from there honestly it's, it's hard to get women in sports news other than on Instagram and on Twitter and these women's sports accounts, even there's ESPNW, which shows all that stuff, but you know, ESPN doesn't really, they'll cover the big things that are happening. But other than that, I've been just looking at my stuff through these women in sports accounts. And there's been so many that are also recently created. And like going back to what you said about COVID, although we were talking about it negatively in the beginning, it's has been a very positive thing on starting these creative ideas. And I think a lot of women like myself decided to make a change and to just start it themselves. Like I did with my platform. So I've been getting a lot of my information through Instagram, through LinkedIn. And other than that, not going to lie, it's hard to get information anywhere else for women's sports. No, I definitely agree. I think like my chain of information goes, I'll either like the, the, 30 so plus accounts I follow that just focus on women's sports or um, token CEO is a big one. Anytime anything happens, Erica Nardini is all over it. And she's like, women can do anything. And I'm like, yes. Oh my gosh. No, (laughs) I love token CEO. I love Erica. It's just such amazing thing. And also she's 
she's changing like she just had on Katie Sowers, right? Yeah. And that was so amazing. And, and she's kind of like changing everything around to like be focused on women and how much they're killing the game right now in sports, in business in general. And I just love that. And yeah, I've been obsessed with token CEO. So that's awesome. Yeah. He's amazing. Like as bad of a rep that Barstool's gotten over the past 10 years or so, like Erica has completely changed everything I ever thought about Barstool and is like, I'm like, I, I mean, I love the woman. I think she's incredible. She is doing everything she possibly can to just change like social media in general and sports betting. And she is just an icon and like someone that's so cool that like we can like look up to and she's right. so cool and like her podcast. I mean, like, you feel like you're sitting down and like overhearing a conversation between two friends. Token CEO is in my opinion, one of the best podcasts in any, not just like business related, but any podcast um, right now. Yeah, I agree. um, But what are some of like your role models or like women um, that you look up to um, just kind of like in daily, like inspiration or like people that like, you're like, all right, this is like my dream job. This is the job that I want. Um, Yeah. So um, going back to what you were saying about podcasts though, that's another place I want to say that I do get information podcasts like yours, a podcast like Token CEO, a podcast of women in sports. Those are also amazing places because like I said, with Instagram, you can't go as in depth as you can with a podcast where you can actually sit down and get way more advice and information. Um, but so you were asking about role models. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, of course. So role models, I would say are the people through these podcasts and are the people with these pages, but I never really actually had a specific role model in sports. I want to say before I started this page, I mean, I always looked up to Serena Williams, of course, and she was like a big one, but regarding women working in sports specifically or working in business, Mm -hmm. I never really had one up until recently um, starting this page. I realized that all these people that I've been connecting with on my platform that I've been interviewing, that I've been highlighting, um, and then just seeing people like Erica and seeing people who have these big platforms and are using their voices, that's when I really started to have role models. And now I look up to these people who I highlight and I interview, and I made this page so that other girls could have those people in their lives. And I realized that I'm actually benefiting from it too. Um, and now I kind of have this community where I have these women with the same goals as me and the same mindset as me that are giving me advice, giving my followers advice. So that's been really cool. And I would consider all of the people that I've had and met through women changing the game, a role model to me for sure, which is really a cool thing because I was not expecting to meet these type of people through this. I knew I was going to highlight some great women, but I didn't know I would make these connections where I feel like I can now look up to these people and get advice from them and feel like I can go to somebody if I have a question about working in sports or just women in sports in general. No, that's amazing that this network you created, not only for women like us who are trying to enter the industry, but also younger girls who are thinking about a career in this and not really knowing what to do or what, what path to go. But here is an example of so many different women in different industries 
Um, but just going back to the role model thing, I got lucky at Providence College. I call them the big three. Doris Burke, obviously incredible, one of the best yeah. analysts. She went to Providence. Um, Kaylee Griffin, she's an NBA um, sideline reporter, and now she's an analyst as well um, for the San Antonio Spurs. And Kim Miele, um, she graduated back in Providence back in 04, and she's um, Saquon Barkley's agent. So these three women, I like, I literally have like pictures of them in my vision. Board. That's amazing. They're awesome. I've talked briefly to each one of them and just kind of like express, like, I want to be a sports agent. So I've talked to each one of them about like different things. And I'm just like constantly amazed when people who are like so amazing in my mind and so powerful and so like famous are just like, yeah, like, here's my email. Here's my number. Like reach oh my out. Gosh. To my and it's, just, it's always just amazes me. And I'm sure you've experienced this too, that women in sports like want to help like the next generation and I think that's something that like once you realize that and like are able to kind of like appreciate that and realize it you're like oh my goodness like this is an industry that people want to lift up each other up and want to help one another and I think that it's so it's so different and so than other industries because in kind of like women aren't in different industries like I don't know for example I can't think of one for example that it's blanking my mind but there's so many powerful women in sports right now that are like reaching out and saying if I can do anything to help the next generation this is like this is where you can reach me and I think that is so powerful and so cool and every zoom like thing I see about like female agents or just women um in sports in general, like I'm always just amazed at their willingness to give such vulnerable, open advice. And I'm sure you've experienced that too. It's, it's really, yeah. really unlike anything I've ever seen before. Yeah. I've been so surprised through doing that. I mean, not surprised, but I just, like you said, you look up to these people and you're like, wow, like this, you know, amazing person. And then they like, are like, Oh, what's your email? Let's talk, exactly. whatever. And you're like, what the heck? No, but it's, it's been surprising in that way. And just so nice. Like you said, that they just want to help everyone. And that's kind of what I'm doing in my position too, is just trying to help these younger girls, like have role models and have people to look up to. Since I know that was tough entering the sports industry to have these people, you know, to not, not have these people and now making it for the younger generation to just, have people they can look up to has been really cool. And I think that's what everyone wants to do. And everyone has been so welcoming, like I said, which just shows you how great women in sports community is. Absolutely. What are some of like the reactions that you've got? I'm sure you've gotten like many DMs um, to either your podcast or your post. How are some, what are some of the reactions you've got the past month from girls of all ages, women and girls of all ages um, to your account? Um, just really cool stuff that, again, I've been surprised by and that really keep me going and keep me motivated on this page. I've just gotten so much love from it. And normally, like, it's the worst thing. But when you think like women in sports, you think of like you, a lot of people getting hate and stuff. And it's been really cool to see the side of women in sports of just getting like so much love and like I said, having so many women in sports accounts that I now follow on Instagram and all that, that community has been so cool to be a part of too. Everybody has been so welcoming and nobody's like in competition with each other. You know, the, the accounts that are similar, nobody's trying to one up each other. Everybody's trying to help each other and they'll, they'll tag you and stuff. And that's another thing from people who aren't even women in sports accounts. They've, 
sent me, you know, oh, like, I think this would be great to share on your page, or here's a tip on this. And I saw this on ESPN, you should really, you know, show that. And the, the help I've gotten too from followers who aren't even working in sports has been really cool to see that. Um, and yeah, just a lot of love and great community, which has been really exciting, motivating thing, because I've realized it actually is making an impact on certain people's lives. And that just makes, makes it all worth it to keep doing, you know, that was my goal in the beginning, but I didn't know it was going to turn out to be the way it has been, but it's been great. That's amazing. And I think that you touched upon something briefly that I've talked about on the podcast with a few different people is it's kind of disheartening when big news breaks about a woman in sports and the comments make you want to throw your phone out and just never, (laughs) never again. So it's so refreshing to see these accounts that their main purpose, like you just said, is just to educate and to lift up and there's, there's no room for hate. So I think seeing like the other side of social media, is really awesome. And it, like, that's the social media that like you should be seeing. And I know it's obviously difficult, but I mean, like there's sometimes you just like read the comments and you're like, like, get oh a life. <laughs> it's like, you want to respond. And then you're just like, what? There's no, we, there's not even a point, you know, it's just, no, they it's- want the reaction, but it's hard. It's so true. And I I know, especially in like the field that I want to enter, like a lot of people that I talk to who are either agents or like older agents or like kind of just like older in general, like, but like, you're a girl. I'm like, oh, actually, like, let me tell you like 10 powerful sports agents, like right now, I'm sure you like haven't talked to or heard to. And just like, it's just a complete like different mindset, I think, in like our generation, which is amazing um, that like, it's not a big deal to be, I and mean, obviously we've talked this whole episode about being a woman in sports, but like gender isn't a big deal when it comes to like entering this profession. Like if you're good at your job, you have the experience. If you have the passion, if you have the talent, like you're going to get the job. You're not going to yeah. get the job because you're a woman. Like you're going to get the job because you're as qualified as your male counterpart. So I think that that just the whole mindset shift um, generational thing has been something I've definitely experienced, but I'm like super excited to enter the industry. Like there's nothing in me that's like, oh my God, like this is like a guy's club. I'm like, no, like I, I've seen so many powerful women do incredible deals the past couple of years. I'm like, I can't wait to like graduate and like jump in there and like meet these like people in real life. Like, I think it's something that's super cool. So what do you, what do you have planned um, for the next couple of months for your page? Are you like applying to like different stuff? I know obviously it's really hard with COVID right now, but what, what are some of your plans for the next couple of months? Yeah, of course. And going back to what you said about being ready to enter, I think that's the most important thing is just to have confidence and be believe in yourself. And um, I think that if you know what you're capable of, it doesn't matter that it's a male dominated industry. If you know what you're capable of and you're confident in yourself and your skills, um, then you'll be fine. You know, you know what's going to happen. You know, your skills are going to get to where you are and none of that really matters if you're confident in yourself. So I definitely think that's a great quality that you have going into the industry, but, um, my future, you know, my future plans for the page are just to continue to grow and expand. And I think I'm learning every day 
as I continue to work on this, something new that I want to do. My original goal going into it was to bring it to schools and stuff because I came from a college who had a really great alumni base and had really great connections. But I know a lot of colleges that's that's more tough to find women in the industry or not even women, but just people in your industry to connect with and have great alumni you know, whether they're coming to talk in your school and all that. So I kind of wanted to bring, introduce women changing the game and women in sports to schools who don't have that privilege of having this great alumni base and kind of making it its own alumni base. Um, But yeah, that's one of my goals for women changing the game and just to keep inspiring young girls and continue to grow it in whatever way I can, you know, if that's starting a program with women changing the game or just getting more people on my podcast, I think it's ever changing and I'm going to keep coming up with new ideas for it, which I'm really excited about. But I am definitely looking at you know, still working in sports, I really would love to work with a team again. When I worked with the Jets in the New York City Football Club, I was so in my element. I love working in that environment. And I would love to get a full time position with a sports team, whether that's in football, soccer, baseball, like I said, I would love to work in with any team um, in the industry. And I also would just say my goal is just to be somewhere where I can continue to be creative because with women changing the game, it's really brought out my creative side. And I've realized how many ideas I have in my head to bring to the table and that I think I could also bring to other organizations. So I would love to be somewhere, whether that's with a team or whether that's you know, staying full time with women changing the game and trying to be a bigger company with that, whatever it is, I want to continue to be creative and just try to continue to work with women and girls in sports and whatever the universe has in mind for me for that, you know? That that's absolutely awesome. And I think just one thing I'd mentioned is like as you're doing these podcasts and building your network and building this community, you are just like adding so many things to your resume. Like each podcast episode is basically like another ch- uh, chapter section in your resume. And I'm sure like when the opportunity comes, I'm sure through these connections that you made, I'm sure like that when there's when there's an opening, you're gonna be the first person in their mind because of this incredible network that you created that other job applicants aren't going to be able to have that or have that experience or have that, um, like what you're doing is just amazing and so admirable. Um, last question I have for you is what, what are some of the best pieces of advice or best piece of advice that you've received or gotten from, um, doing these interviews on women changing the game? Yeah. Um, also thank you to you as well. I think with your podcast, that's uh, again, like something awesome that you can also put on your resume, but not even that you're just going to gain so much, um, so many things. I'm sure you already have gained so much knowledge from different people that doesn't even matter if you can put on your resume, you've already, you know, one up somebody else and getting knowledge from these people. So that's great as well. But the best advice I've received is to just, be confident in yourself. So many women who's, who have came on the podcast have been like, be confident and believe in yourself. Like, like I was talking about before, how you said you're not afraid to enter the fields because you know what you're capable of. And I think that's really important. And everybody has 
told me, you know, that is going to be a key thing. And then another thing they've said is just to try new things and don't be afraid to fail, which is something I've definitely taken away from the people who I've talked to and the, the women who have, um, came on my podcast, they've said, don't be afraid to fail and try new things and be yourself. And I think that, you know, they've said, you're going to learn from that and you're going to find out what you love and you're going to find out what you're good at. And you're just going to find out where you belong in failing. So that's another great piece of advice is just don't be afraid to fail. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's great advice for any industry, but especially in the sports industry when you're first starting out or you're in a position where you really like aren't aren't unsure if this is like where you're going to stay. I think not being afraid to just put your all out there and something that they talked about on the token uh, CEO podcast yesterday was be irreplaceable at every single job you do, whether it's taking the garbage out or calling plays for the end. Yeah. Be the person that like that, that you'll be that one person that like you're the go-to person and you're irreplaceable. And I think that's after I heard that, I was like, that is like, that is awesome. Awesome. Awesome advice. Like I've never heard someone just be like, yeah, just be the best. And like, that's it. (laughs) Yeah. New job that you're asked to do. And I think that's, that's really just the key to a successful career in any field, but I absolutely love that. But thank you so much for coming on today. Um, again, big, big, big fan of your page, big fan of what's, um, um, I'm so happy to be part of this network and be part of meeting all these incredible women um, who I just have the same goal in mind and just want to enter the industry and help people as they can. It's been so the past like year has been like so cool um, to just meet so many different people who are interested in the same thing and just kind of connect through Instagram and different social media. Um, it's really, mm-hmm. been really, really awesome to be part of and connect on LinkedIn and all these great things. It's just awesome to see women, um, supporting women. And that's, that's the future right there. (laughs) A hundred percent. Thank you for having me on and giving the space to talk about women in sports, women changing the game, all that stuff. I love doing that any chance I can. And I love what your podcast is all about. So I'm glad that we can connect with each other and support each other in this industry. Absolutely. So the Instagram handle is women changing the game, correct? Yes. Also have a website as well. WomenChangingTheGame.com. We're also on TikTok, Women Changing the Game. You can reach out to my email, WomenChangingTheGame at gmail.com. Everything is pretty much Women Changing the Game. We also have a blog on our website. So, yep, all things Women Changing the Game, completely that name. The podcast is named that as well. So, absolutely love it. Well, thank you. Thank you so much.